<laughs> I am the human rake, the human grader, and I have literally moved tons and tons and tons of rock and gravel and dirt and big rocks and small rocks and gravel and dirt. And I can only do that because I'm a tough, strong woman. Wheelbarrow loads full of rocks and gravel and muscles that can actually do that kind of work. And I ain't no spring chicken. I love sharing with the world that I'm an old lady. Uh, and I always share that when 20 and 30 and 40 year olds talk about 50 and 60 year olds, it's always old. And that's what I am, I'm an old lady. So how do you become a fit, strong, old person who isn't, and I'm gonna get, keep getting chronologically old, so are you by the way. <laughs> by the minute we're getting older. But how do we stay young and fit and strong? And how do we make sure that our muscles and bones, and it's not just the muscles and bones, remember, it's the ligaments, the tendons, every single joint. This kind of work, you can't do it if you've got sore joints. And I'm just really privileged that even though I wrecked my joints when I was a young person doing stupid exercises, uh, because I've, uh, I've gotten stronger with good compound functional exercises that have made every single muscle in my body strong, and those muscles protect my joints now. So even though my joints have got damage from being I'm doing stupid rubbish exercises that I'm just embarrassed to even... I didn't even ask any questions. Why are we doing these stupid exercises? But what I'm sharing with you is that you can have a fit, strong body and you can have it for a really long time. But how do you do that and how do you make sure that your ligaments, tendons and joints don't get wrecked? Because I don't want you to be in my position where you have to work so much harder to protect your joints. And then as a woman, because it's pretty normal for blokes, and I'm being very sexist, but it's pretty normal for blokes to be able to pick up wheelbarrows full of rocks and sand and gravel. It's pretty easy for blokes to shovel heaps of rocks and sand and gravel, and it's pretty normal for blokes to stay strong. But what about women? What's wrong with us? And I say this very passionately, that we just don't seem to get it. And I'm so privileged that I've got it, that strong women, strong, tough mentally tough and physically tough, strong women, apart from the fact that the world really needs us, we only get tough, fit and strong by overloading our muscles and bones. So what's this thing that women seem to have, light weights for what? What a waste of time. If you can lift it, it means your body doesn't have to get stronger. If it's easy, it means your body doesn't have to do anything to change. The only way the body changes, of course, is if we force it to. So what are you doing every day to overload your muscles, overload your bones, ligaments, tendons and joints and overload your brain to make sure that everything in your body stays strong and fit for long. But the interesting thing is that this big mission that I've accomplished, I'm almost finished. I've got another about 40 ton being delivered in the next couple of days and then the job will be done. But the interesting thing about this job is it's required a big pile of fitness to be able to move wheelbarrows full of rocks and gravel and sand and push it a long way, you have to be fit to do that. But you can't get fit without being strong. It's impossible to go hard and fast if you've got a weak, frail body. So here's my question. To be really fit, you've got to get puffed. Are you getting puffed on a, on a regular basis? When was the last time you got puffed? Should we be getting puffed every single day? And the beautiful thing about puffing is it takes 10 seconds to go. If you go as hard as you possibly can, in 10 seconds you'll be puffed. When you're really fit, you can recover really quickly so you can go again. So this garden experience has been a lot of intermittent uh, sprint training because it's been lifting, pushing, puffing, resting, 
lifting, puffing, pushing, puffing, resting, which is all into interval training, which has been awesome. Uh, and I'm just really excited that I was able to do it. And I'm really, I get really, I'm really excited to stand here and say to you, I'm an old lady and I've been moving tons of rocks and gravel and sand. My mission's almost finished. So you've got to get puffed. That's the first one. If you get puffed, you'll get fit. And it's amazing how quickly the body gets fit. If you get puffed on a regular basis, it won't be long before you get puffed, you recover. How long does it take to recover? Might take a minute, two minutes, three minutes. And before you know it, you're recovered in just a few seconds. It's awesome. But to get puffed, you have to be strong. And this is the thing, strength for women in particular. Men seem to get it, but women in particular, if we don't overload our muscles, we're not going to get stronger. We can't do light weights. It's a waste of time. This thing is not very heavy, and that's what most women lift, little tiny baby weights doing little silly exercises that just don't work. Why do we do that? And as an exercise professional, why do we tell women to do that? It's one of the most annoying things for me because a woman can't get strong if she doesn't overload her muscles. So if I can lift 10 kilos and I don't try and lift 12, I just keep lifting 10, I'm never going to get any stronger. So I've got to try and get stronger by lifting more. Now, how many more? I don't know. And this is the really interesting thing because the other thing that most exercise professionals seem to focus on is how many reps and how many sets. When people say to me, Rowie, how do I get stronger? How many should I do? How many reps, how many sets? The answer is, I don't know. I don't know how many you can lift. My first question is, why would you lift it twice? Why not just go as hard as you possibly can? Uh, The analogy that I always love is you turn the light on. You don't flicker the light until it comes on. You just turn it on. That's how muscle strength happens. You turn on the stimulation one time. You don't need to do it three times, four times, five times. You just stimulate your muscles. So you lift as heavy as you possibly can, and you lift it as many times as you possibly can. But if you can lift it more than 15, 20 times, and that's just silliness because it's too light now, you'll get bored if you do it that many times, but it's obviously too light. If you can lift something 12, 15, 20 times, it's too easy. It's got to be heavier than that. So if you're lifting something and you get to 12, 13, 14, you can keep going. Don't stop. Keep going till you can't do any more. But that's obvious that next time you've got to lift something heavier. Now, what have you got to lift? It can be a rock. It can be a wheelbarrow full of sand. It could be a log. It could be a child. It could be a dumbbell, a barbell, a kettlebell. Obviously, your muscles are blind. They don't know. So all you've got to do is keep going till you can't do any more and record how many did I do. If you did more than... And strength, anything to do with strength and power and fitness all comes in the phosphate system. And this is where, as an exercise professional, I really hope that you're studying your anatomy and physiology and things like the energy systems and the energy timeline are just a normal part of your vocabulary. The phosphate system is 10 seconds, the lactate system is 10 seconds to 2 minutes, and the aerobic system is anything past 2 minutes where you can just keep going and going and going. Not too much stimulation happens in the aerobic system. If you you want to get 100% results, you've got to put in 100% effort. That just makes sense, doesn't it? So the 100% effort system, the get the hell out of there fight and flight system because I've got a wild animal chasing me because that's what the human body is designed to do, that's 10 seconds. The phosphate system only lasts for 10 seconds. After that, you have the waste product of lactic acid in the lactic system. You have to start using stored carbohydrate. Phosphate system is stored phosphates in the muscle. It's immediate. Once you get to the lactate system, you can still work hard there and you can still go longer than 10 seconds, but you'll be pacing yourself. For the first 10 seconds, there's no pacing. It's just 100% effort. And I don't know about you, but I want to be a 100% effort human being. 
how about you? <laughs> I want to get 100% effort, 100% results, 100% everything works out the best. So lift as heavy as you can within the phosphate system, which is 10 seconds. So you lift as many as you can safely and controlled, but as fast as you can. And if you can do more than 10 seconds, keep going, but next time make the weight heavier. And if you're lifting heavier weights every time, what does that automatically tell you? Hey, I'm getting stronger. How bloody good's that? And getting stronger means strong muscles, strong bones, ligaments, tendons, joints, endocrine system, central nervous system. Uh, immune system is built inside your bones, so you'll have a body that can fight germs, bugs, viruses, diseases. You won't get sick. And if you do get sick, you'll get better faster and it won't come back again or it'll take a long time to come back. There's all these amazing things that happen when we've got a fit, strong body. You get strong by lifting heavy and keep lifting heavier and keep getting stronger. How do you tell that you're getting stronger? You can lift heavier, common sense, easy. How do I get fit? I've got to get puffed. How do I get puffed? I go as hard as I can for 10 seconds, hard as I can for 10 seconds. The stronger you get, the harder you'll be able to go. Isn't that exciting? And that's why the two go together. You have to get strong so you can get fit. And when you're fit and strong, you can do anything. You will stay lean. You'll stay healthy. You'll have great hair, great skin, great nails, stacks of energy, a great self-esteem, good posture. You'll be able to move 60, 70 tonnes of rock and gravel and dirt. You'll be a human grader like I am. You'll be able to handle stress and mental challenges because you'll be mentally tough. Uh, this is one of the things that when I took on this mission, it wasn't, I don't want anybody to help me. I've got a very strong, capable husband. I could have paid a gardener to come and do it for me, but I wanted to do it myself. I wanted the mental toughness of being able to move big mountains of dirt, big mountains of rock, big mountains of gravel. I wanted to prove to myself that as an old lady, I can do this. And it's one of those really great suggestions. As you uh, go through life, would it be a really good idea on a regular basis to test your mental toughness? Here's the great question. How do you know how strong you are until strong's the only option? For me, I, for me to move tons of rock, sand and gravel, I, that was mental toughness test, physical toughness test. I'm going to do this and find out how physically strong I am. One of the reasons why I've run so many marathons, I want to know, can I do this again this year? People say to me, Roa, you're running the same time every year. You've run 21 marathons and you run exactly the same time around about the four hours and under. And guess what? I say, of course, I'm running the same time, but I'm a year older. And after 21 marathons, I'm 21 years older, still running the same time. So what are you doing every day to test your fitness, test your strength, test your mental toughness? And as you get older, can you stay fit and strong for long? Of course, the answer is yes. I work with people on a day-to-day basis now who are old. Old people, 70, 80, 90, 100 years of age, who are still fit and strong. They're still playing their sport. They're still doing their business. They're still making love to their partner. They can handle tough challenges and they're setting the example for the young people. Because is it possible that we live in a world now where most young people couldn't move a big pile of rocks and sand and gravel because they aren't physically tough enough? And the reason I share that is the medical professionals are telling me that we've got kids now with osteoporosis because their bones are so thin because they don't do anything. Their bones are wasting away. They've got slow metabolisms. They've got cardiovascular disease, type 2 diabetes. They're depressed. They're overweight because our kids aren't active anymore. Now, your kids might be, congratulations. But if they're not, how will they know how to be fit and strong if as adults we aren't living the example? Not setting the example, not telling the example, but actually living the example. So if you're as old as me and you're somebody's grandma, 
mother, auntie, you're a woman and you want to set the example for the people in your world. That, and I'll ask the question again. Does our world need tough, strong, mentally powerful women? And I'm going to say the answer is yes. It's expected from a man, but from a woman, because we've got those other beautiful skills of communication and care and love and all the beautiful things that come with a gorgeous woman. But if we're weak and frail, we can't do any of those things. So if you want to be a tough, strong, powerful woman, get puffed, lift heavy so you can be fit and strong. If you want to be a gorgeous, long-living, powerful, mentally tough man, get puffed, lift heavy so you're fit and strong for long. Wouldn't it be great if the whole world was fit and strong and stayed that way for the rest of our lives. Wouldn't that be bloody awesome? Woo! <laughs>